Okay, welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. I'm bringing you episode number eight. And today I've got a very special guest. Um, he's a gentleman that's been in the fitness industry a hell of a lot longer than me. He's probably seen it all. Um, pretty good looking rooster too, I must admit. Um, but he's uh, he's been around a long time, seen a lot of changes and has owned and operated a lot of businesses and currently is the owner of uh, Impact Strength and Fitness uh, on Nicklin Way, which is a gym I attend, and it's a, a fantastic facility. I'm talking about Kobe Williams. Welcome, mate. Awesome. Thank you, Paul. How's, been, how's life treating you at the moment? Mate, it's ticking along. Yeah? We're getting, we're getting through it and, and um, getting back into the swing of things, which is good. So. Certainly had some challenges this year, haven't we, mate, in the health and fitness industry? It's, it's been different. <laughs> I don't think anyone saw that one coming. Yeah. So um, I thought it, you know we'd have a chat and just talk about your career and obviously your business and just health and fitness in general because you've certainly seen and and been involved in nearly every aspect of this industry. Mm-hmm. So take us back first. Like, how long have you been in the industry for now? It's been what, seventeen years? Yeah, seventeen years I've been in the industry. Wow. Yeah. How, can I ask how old you are? I'm thirty six. Okay. So yeah. that's okay. So so was it something that you wanted to pursue very early on, or was it something you fell into, or was it something you just sort of dabbled with and then realized you could make a career out of it yeah well i had one of those instances where i've had a dream of being a professional sports sports person okay in either football or tennis yeah cool and what, co- what code of footy rugby union oh yeah okay yeah. Yeah, right. um, but i was more leaning towards tennis like tennis was my sport right um and i was training super hard for it and i had a teacher in grade when i was in grade 12 she basically sat me down and said look you need a Keep pursuing your goals yeah. and keep pushing for it. But what could be a, a plan B if, if that didn't happen? Because I was course. just heading straight hard for yeah. you know blinkers on yeah yeah. Um, and she said, "What about getting into coaching?" And I okay. thought, "Oh well, okay, that could be cool." So yeah. and um, and she actually started paying me to coach her daughters in tennis. Oh, cool! So she sort of gave me that sort of thought process straight away of okay, maybe I could start coaching, and then. I just loved it. I loved teaching people and, and yeah, right. um, being able to impart any sort of knowledge and found very quick that coaching just isn't about the physical mm. coaching. So even as a young guy, I, I, I figured that out pretty quickly. Yep. And then that's basically where the career started. Um, I thought doing, back then you had to do a, a full-on TAFE course. Yeah. Um, I started with a, an advanced diploma in fitness. I thought it was just going to be two or three days a week and I could surf <laughs> and do whatever. Yeah. But it was one of the hardest courses I've ever done. Yeah, so, right. Um, yeah, I finished that off and it ended up being a two-year course full-time. Right. And then um, and then that sort of kicked off my career. Okay. Which is good. How So how far into tennis did you actually get or was it a case that, no, I enjoy the coaching more, I don't want to... Matt, I got... Um, I was... at. I was a top ten player in Queensland in my in my age group. Oh, fantastic! Wow. Yeah. But, okay. Um, mate, those players much better than me. Yeah, right. That's for sure. You still play today? Like, well, this year I actually started playing again. Was so, that because of the lockdown break or? Mate, yeah, I had a mate in in the gym that started playing and and threw me a racket one day. I yeah. got rid of all my rackets, got rid of everything. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I had enough of it and. Um, he threw me his racket and said how to hit, and it just felt right. So, I actually started playing competition again this year. Oh, how good! Yeah, yeah it's right. really good. And I love it because, you know, when you're on the court, you're not thinking about anything else except for this little yellow ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's uh, it takes me away from business just for a couple of hours. So, 
Good one. It's pretty good. That's cool. Mm. It's, it's a very strategic game too, isn't it? You don't realize how involved you. Well, you got to. It's like chess. You got to think three strokes ahead. Have you not? You do, mate. Yeah. It's um. Yeah, you can have a bit of a mind explosion and just try and win the point straight away. Yeah. Or you can sort of settle in and try and um, get some consistency there. But what I love is it's a it's a it's a major challenge on. Um, creating that consistency and trying to not have any unforced errors. Yeah, okay. And, you know, if you try and belt the skin off the ball straight away, yep. the ball's going to be going into the back back fence or, <laughs> or over the fence, which happens a few times. <laughs> yeah. Think, so. yeah, absolutely. But no, it's a good sport, absolutely. Fantastic. All right, so that that's sort of your introduction to, to coaching. So how, you know, fast forward 17 years, how, how have you progressed in terms of your career from doing that to, um, you know, obviously you've done personal training, you've owned a couple of gyms prior to Impact. Yeah. Um, what, what's been the stepping stone and what's led you to where you are now? So I, I had a mentor um, at the very start that basically was to, was teaching me more about running businesses and, and more so how to treat people. Yeah, okay. So it's, for me, business is all about, um, you know, building rapport and, and treating people right. Yep doesn't matter what business you're in if you've got that as a backbone of your understanding then your business is going to do relatively well 100% and yeah you know if yeah so I had a really good mentor from the start okay um, back when I first started personal training wasn't massive you're basically um, you're looking after the gym and, and writing programs for people so sure. personal training hadn't really kicked off yep it was something that you know um, Hollywood stars would do <laughs> more so than everyday people yeah would. yeah yeah um, but then as the years progressed, personal training started to pick up yeah. and you, you learned different sales techniques. And I moved from a really small gym in Budroom to a big gym in Caloundra. I was really on the Sunshine Coast here. It was the first big gym. Yep. It was Good Life Health Clubs. Okay. And basically, I, I, I went from there into a management position. So I stepped away okay. from my personal training for a little bit yep. and, and learned sales techniques from a corporate level. Yep. And... And it, it taught me a lot about how to talk to people, how to build that rapport, how to, um, you know, sell as much as I could yep. using a, a sales technique that was proven, but then I was able to have my own spin on it and yeah. make it very personal. Yep. So after that, I did that for a few years and I got back into my personal training and became a full-time PT within Good Life. Yep. I worked up and just worked as hard as I could and probably ran myself into the ground a little bit too much. I was doing anywhere between 60 and 70 sessions a week. Wow, that's a lot, eh? Massive. Yeah. And um, all half-hour sessions, but, you know, when you're seeing 15 to 20 people a day, mm. like, it, it can get pretty full on. It grinds on you. Yeah. 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 Um, but then I found a little gap in the, in the industry, and I noticed within the big gyms that there was a high turnover of trainers. Yep. And realized that these big box gyms weren't teaching the trainers how to actually build their business and have any sustainability within the business. Yep. And by the time they got to paying their full rent, which is quite substantial, yes. they didn't actually have enough clients to actually be able to pay the rent. So what I thought was, okay, I can teach these trainers how to build a business. Yep. So I, I left Good Life and... Um, went into a 24-hour chain, um, which was Anytime Fitness, and I approached all the owners of Anytime Fitnesses on the coast and said, hey, I want to manage your personal training 
teams okay um within your gym yep I'll, I'll hire them i'll train them up um and you know i'll, I'll get them busy and yeah. and i'll be the person to be able to run the, the program so yeah i built up to doing having 10 trainers working with me nice and uh, once again learned a lot about um management and running oh, running people yeah. and, and all that sort of stuff so um, made some big mistakes. I didn't put enough infrastructure in um, in the management, so I was like running the whole team and then dealing with the owners and dealing with the managers of the gym, and sure. just was once again just you know getting pulled in several directions. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. So lots of different facets of the business, and then that led me into starting my first gym in um, North Lakes. Okay. So I had an opportunity to 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 build a gym in North Lakes from scratch and. We built it up to about 400 members. Nice. And then, um, and then we sold that, which led me into Impact Strength and Fitness now. Where you sit today? Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah. Wow. All right. That's that's quite a a resume in health and fitness, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Um. All right. So let's go to obviously 2020. Um. You know, you're sitting back on the couch on I think it was a Friday night. Scott Morrison comes on the on the TV and basically announces that you know. 90% of the country is getting shut down and all gyms and indoor training facilities uh, to stop as of Monday, or I think lunchtime it was, or yeah. Sunday lunchtime, I can't remember the, yeah. the time frame. Yeah. What was your initial reaction? How did you respond to this information? Obviously, you've got, what, eight personal trainers yeah, at your facility plus staff, yeah. all the members. Yeah. Well, how did you respond to this scenario? And then obviously talk about the, the three months that followed. Well, we had... Previous to that announcement, um, we had sat down with all the team and, and ran, ran through different scenarios that could happen. Yep. Um, and I remember sitting down at the team meeting and saying, worst case scenario, I don't know if it's going to happen, but they're going to shut all gyms. Yeah. And But we actually went through all the steps with all the team. So okay. we sort of knew what needed to happen. Um, I didn't think it would happen. Yeah, I must admit, I didn't think it would either. Yeah. yeah. But... Um, but <clears throat> You know, there I was sitting um, with my wife, um, and that announcement came up, and all of a sudden my phone just was going off <laughs> crazy. Um, so we, the same as all the other gyms in yep. Australia, at 12 o'clock we shut our doors. Yep. Uh, had a meeting with my team, and basically went through, um, bought a, a a friend of the business who's a financial advisor in, and he basically went through some steps with the team and said, look, this is some options for you. Yep. Um, back then, the uh, the JobKeeper was very a new announcement. So yes, yep. Went through some options with those guys and then went through, um, you know, a lot of uncertainty then. So we didn't know what we were and what we weren't allowed to do. Absolutely. So I basically lent as much of my gear, my barbells and bumper plates and dumbbells to all my trainers yep. and said, look, take um, take as much as, as, as we can yep. and run your businesses out of your garage. Sure. Um, so let's try and keep some money coming into into their pockets. Yep. Because I, one of the things that really got to me was, you know, you build a, a facility, you put all your time and effort into it and you have people in a team of personal trainers in your facility and mm. one thing that I'm really proud of is to be able to have a gym where other people can run their business out of and and create a career and 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 change people's lives you know absolutely as soon as that's taken away yeah you know it's like it's um it's a bit of a weird sensation yeah so I wanted to give them every opportunity to at least continue to help people during this time yep 
Um, and then I remember the gym shutting at 12 and then, um, you know, we had a brief meeting with the team and then everyone left and I sort of just was in the gym sort of by myself and was like, all right, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> and then you go through the exercise. I've got a fantastic business partner within Impact um, and he's a, he's, he's a little bit of a, a, well, he's not a little bit, he's a big business mentor to me. Okay. And is one of the main reasons why Impact is so successful because of the back end of the business um, is so fantastic. And um, his name's Colin, and, and yep. he's married to a wonderful lady called Lynette. And yep. they're just the, I would say, the backbone of the business. Okay. Right? Both of them together. Yep. And, you know, um, we sat down and we went through the exercise of of cutting our business right back. You know, so you go from having a a thriving, growing business, mm. and then all of a sudden you're like, we've got to cut our costs. Like, yeah. let's look at what we're doing. We stopped, stopped all of our memberships on the spot. Yep. Made that decision straight on the first day. Yep. Um, we had lots of our members messaging us and saying, like, keep our memberships going, happy to keep paying. But for me, I wanted to be able to give them something yeah. compared to just letting the memberships run. Yep. Um, and... You know, we um, we went through the exercise over the next 24 hours of pausing subscriptions, calling up, um, and just going through to just to cut all our fixed costs as much as we can. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Talking about it now brings back a whole heap of new, or just fresh emotions of remembering what it's like. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And you sort of are very task oriented in those first 24 hours, and I remember calling my dad after we went through that process, and mm. I, I was. Doing really well, like I was just, you know what it's like when you're just task orientated. You just yeah, got to very focused. Yeah. yeah. And then I called my dad, and um, it was the first time that the emotions hit me. And then yeah, all of a right. sudden, like I was just like crying like a baby. And it's like, <laughs> I think for me, like it wasn't, I wasn't sad too much about the financial side of things because sure. you know, as a business owner, you're always going to make things work. You know. Yeah. But for me, it was like I knew the pressure. And um, I, I knew the benefits of exercise that exercise has to people mm. from a mental point of view. 100%, yeah. And as soon as that's taken away from people, then what's that? How is that going how is that going to affect people? Oh, big time. So, um, you know, you know, you've been in the industry for a long time as well. You know that there's people out there that unless we give them the the exercises to do and give them the accountability and mm. you know a lot of times they won't do it yeah that's right so, yep. um, so you know as soon as we take away gyms and take away that accountability and mm. you know there's going to be people that were or that would possibly struggle you know, yes not only physically but mentally mentally as well Absolutely. and that's the biggest thing that got me yeah okay because um, you know I, I know as a personal trainer you can um, you can work with only a certain amount of people within your week. Yes. You know, when you have a team around you, you know, all of a sudden the team is able to grow how many people you can impact. Yes. For me, it's like now that I've got a gym, all of a sudden the numbers of people that we that we can help can can be you know almost unlimited because of the resources that you're able to give people. Exactly. And um, yeah, that's the one thing that I was worried about and that got me upset the most was that was taken away. Yeah. Okay. So dealing with those emotions was pretty full on. Yeah, I can imagine, mate. Yeah. I can imagine. Mm-hmm. So what about what about family life during during that sort of three month period where obviously gyms weren't open, um, schools were shut. 
most of the industries around here were, were closed down apart from essential services. How did you manage that? Um, you know, did, did, was there any positives that you took from that period, like more quality family time, that sort of thing? Big time, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like it's, I still went into the gym every single day. Okay. Yeah. So Kept I think that during, up, yeah. Yeah. So during um, during those three months, I think I took one day, Monday to Friday off. Yep. Um, but we pivoted and did a whole online platform. So I was in there every day writing programs and doing as much as what I could. Sure. But then what that allowed me to do was make sure I was I was home at a good time every every afternoon. Yep. And you know we really had a huge consistency around just having dinner together as a family. Yep. Um, I've got two young kids and a beautiful wife, and um, you know sitting down as a family and and hearing about their day and you know it's as a personal trainer as you know you don't yeah. you don't get home no. until late at night. That's right. So it really sort of opened my eyes as far as you know my kids are five and eight now so okay. they're not going to be that age for very long so no. COVID really sort of um and that time off with the gym shut just really made me um sort of realize how important it is to fight to get home at a good time of the night time 100 percent. you know and, and to you know i've worked really hard to get home early since we've reopened it's okay been, it's been pretty hard but yep there's obviously been some nights that i've just missed it but um, yeah you know trying to get home to have that that quality time and but that conscious effort is there to try and do that yeah yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. that's yeah. awesome man yeah big time fantastic um okay so we've gotten through that period you know the health and fitness industry was obviously on its knees and some people or some businesses unfortunately didn't survive but you got through it um so what what as a as a gym um as a whole what challenges do you face like it's a very competitive industry you know just in our little like i'm not far from your facility yeah. um you know like a two minute drive but within this postcode there's probably 15 gyms i don't That's know right, 15 yeah. training facilities so yeah. it's incredibly competitive mm. and then within each facility is obviously a unique space and number of trainers and other services and and whatnot so what are the challenges you face to stand out from the crowd what how do you um i guess uh pitch yourself in terms of your gym compared to others mm, yeah yeah it's it's tough man like it's definitely there's a lot of competition around but for me i think i i never focus too hard on what our other gyms are doing okay i'm aware of what they're doing but i'm never um i'm never stressing about it or or pinpointing certain things or um you know at the end of the day we're all in the industry for the same reason absolutely it's, it's to help people yep so and there's enough people around on the Sunshine Coast for all of us to to run hopefully a thriving business. Yep. But the day to day stuff for me, we've got a bit of a saying in our gym that we want to give the best experience possible for everyone that comes into the gym. Yep. And that, in my experience, is just creating that good rapport. So we want everyone that comes into the gym to have you know, two or three points of contact with mm. one of our members. Okay. So that's something as simple as as you're walking in the door, you're saying, hey, Paul, how are you? Yeah. Um, you know, as they're, as they're training, you're just like, hey, how, how are you traveling? Like, you know, what are you training today? Yeah. And then as they're leaving, you're saying goodbye. Yep. So those three points of contact, you know, um, we've got so many different um, varieties of, of people that come into our gym, that people who love personal training, people who do our classes, or people who just come in with their headphones, they've got their own program and they smash it out. Mm. But we still want to treat every single person like, you know, um, like it's, it's, we love having them in the, in the yep. gym. 
And if that if they feel like that, if they feel like they're just not another number on the computer, then you know they're going to be the first person to tell their friend or their partner to come into the gym and yep. you know you got to come and see Kobe. He's awesome, like, uh, or his team's great or something like that. You know, so yeah. I think looking inward and um, and expanding out, I think, is important and um, and in creating that good community and that good atmosphere in there. Yep. Um, culture, in my mind, is one of the most important aspects that you have in any business. Oh, 100%. And I think culture starts from the top. So if you've got a really good culture from your team, then what you'll find is it siphons down. Yep. And even in our gym, we find that, you know, we're constantly saying hello to people. Then we find that the members are saying hello to each other. Yeah. Because it's just like that culture just that, you know, it's um, it's contagious. It just keeps rolling through, you know. So, yeah, um, I, like I said, I've, um, I've got big goals with, uh, within Impact, but I don't really, I don't really um, look at other gyms and, and compare ourselves to what they're doing because, yep. you know, there's so many different styles of gyms out there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I look at, yeah, I must admit from a, from a member's point of view, you know, obviously I come over there a couple times a week and it's, it's very, it's got a very good community feel. Mm. And I think that's important from a, a new member perspective because, you know, gyms can be intimidating for people, particularly new, newbies, you know, they, yeah. they, I, I, you know, I experienced it when I was at Easy Fit for years, people would, would come in for the first time and it'd be so daunting and so overwhelming and they obviously lacked a lot of confidence not knowing what to do, yeah. they'd end up on the treadmill yeah. and that's where they stay, yeah. you know, so the fact that you guys obviously welcome people as soon as they walk through the door, say hello, chat to them, make them feel welcome. It's yeah. so much easier for people to be comfortable and actually then achieve goals. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. I've got so many fantastic stories I can think of of members who exactly like what you've just said, they've, you know, they've sat in their car for 30 minutes yeah. before they've got the enough courage to come in. Yeah. You know, and they come in and then, you know, you see them when they walk in, they've got their walls up. Yeah, big They're time. real protective and then, over time they just like the walls start breaking down and before you know it they're your biggest fans because of how much time you've been able to invest in them and the way that you make them feel every time yep. they come into the gym and you see that shift in their not only their physical um, being in the way that they look but also their mental strength and what they do. so those sorts of transformations is why we're in the industry oh it's so rewarding but you know that that then um, translates to their everyday living, doesn't it? You yes. know, their lifestyle, they, they become more confident within themselves and they, it might make them more productive in their job, with their family. Like, it's just, it just replicates. It's, yeah. it's so good, so rewarding. Yeah, absolutely. Unreal. Mm. Um, okay, well, let's let's get to a personal level. You know, as you've mentioned, you've got two young kids, you've got a wife, you run a very busy business. How do you manage your time? Like, what what are the keys to? And obviously, you've, we've spoken about the lessons you learned through the the lockdown period. But just in general, you know, do you do you find time to train regularly? Um, do you not work weekends so you've got family time? Um, you know, talk about your time management and how you've evolved through this period. Yeah. So this is probably the the biggest and hardest area that I find in my life is is time management. Yep. Because I'm I love to be generous with my time. So, like, for me, it's if I can give someone five or ten minutes during the day, then, you know, that doesn't take anything away from me. But of course. if you do that 30 times a day, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of time putting into that. Yeah. So, time management is definitely something that I am um, constantly working on. Okay. So, for me, I, I, I write a list of things that I need to get done for the day. Mm-hmm. So, sometimes it might just be three things on a list. 
you know, if I can get through those three things that I've done, yep. then, um, then, you know, it's been a successful day. Okay. I'm also managing a gym and, you know, my business partner, Colin says to me, uh, a good manager is, is someone that can do daily tasks repetitively over and over. Sure. You know, and, um, and that's something that I've got to keep saying in my head, <laughs> you know, cause I'd love to talk to people all day, but yeah. you know, there's times in the day where you got to do your emails and all that fun stuff as well. Of course. So time management is something that I'm always, always, um, always pushing for and, and trying to get on top of, um, training for me is, is essential. Yeah. You know, if I don't train, yeah, Yeah. if I don't train, if I get home at the night time and, and, um, Amber, my wife talks to me and she's like, you haven't trained today, have you? And I'm like, no, she goes, go and do something. Uh, Okay. You know, so she's, um, she's pretty switched on with that sort of stuff. Cool. So I think, you know, it's, um, it's for me, it's a way to sort of clear my head and, and, you know, everyone knows the endorphins that you get once oh, you yeah. train is, 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 is amazing. So I think you need to make the time to, to train. Yep. Um, I got asked a question just the other day, um, you know, some, one of our clients is, is doing uni and sort of overwhelmed with a whole heap of stuff. And I just gave her the, the advice of write, writing three things down for the day and then making time to train. Yep. Because usually that's the first thing that goes out. The oh, of course it does. Yeah, and absolutely. So if you can keep the if keep the training on that high priority, then it's gonna it's gonna make a big difference. Cool. Yeah. So do you um because you know we spoke earlier about obviously your early days in PT doing 60 to 70 sessions a week and potential for burnout. Do you find now you're better equipped to handle? that like if you've worked solid for weeks on end and you realize you're starting to get run down and things like that can you identify that manage it and then do you take time off do you pre-plan holidays obviously at the moment it's kind of limited but uh, yeah. do, do, do you look at those sort of things as well yeah um i'm i usually pre pre-plan one holiday a week which is uh, sorry a year yeah. um which is a, a snowboarding trip to japan so i've oh, cool. done that a fair few years i yep. don't know when we're going to be able to do that again yeah but um Usually my wife is so good at telling me when I need to take some time off. Okay. Um, and I'll, cause I'll just, I'll just go yeah. and go and go. Sure. Um, so sometimes I need that. It's the same with everyone. I need almost like an outside coach just going, <laughs> you know, this is, this is it. You need to pull, like pull back a little bit. Yep. Um, so, you know, partners and, you know, my wife is great for, for that sort of stuff, you mm. know, so. But when you're starting a business, there's so much stuff you've got to get done. There's, you know, people talk about the grind. Yeah. You know, it's there's a there's a lot of that that goes on. Yeah. Um, a lot of it, um, our members or our team doesn't even see me doing because I'll finish a big day in the gym and then I'll be back on my computer at night time doing stuff. So, yeah, of course. You know, it's um, it's one of those things where you got to listen to the people around you. For me personally, I listen to my wife, and, and yep. if she tells me oh, this is it. Yeah. Then, then that's when you know I need to take some time off. Yeah, cool. But it's um, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of time. There's you know, it's a patient game, you know. And if you think you're gonna, you know, end up with heaps of zeros in your bank like overnight running a business, it's like <laughs> it's not gonna happen. So it's a marathon, not a sprint. Isn't that's it? right. Yeah. 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 Um, so what? Okay. Well, what's your go-to in terms of? Like um, you mentioned tennis and obviously training's a great um, release as well. But do you do anything else? Do you surf? Do you golf? Do you fish? Do you run on the beach? Or what? Yeah, like, I love surfing. We've got um, we've we've got a jet ski as well that we use as a family, which is pretty cool. Fantastic. So, yeah, we can get all of us on the jet ski and we shoot across to Bribie Island and spend the day over there. Awesome. Or, yeah, so those sorts of things are 
amazing. Um, I love spending time with when I can with my brother brothers-in-laws. They're, okay. You know, they're um, when they're when they're up on when they're on the coast, those sorts of things. Yep. Just, you, you sort of revives the soul a little bit. Absolutely. You know, so definitely, um, you know, being purposeful to. to to do it we're coming hopefully we're coming out of winter yep. now so the weather on the coast is starting to be Been pretty um, nice, the last pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, so yeah hopefully we can get out on the jet ski a little bit more and yeah cool my kids are at an age now where i can um you know play backyard cricket with them in the, in the backyard yeah, and you know i want to teach jesse how to ride a motorbike properly and yeah cool do all those sorts of things now yeah, yep. so they're at a good age where we can start doing some of that fun stuff <laughs> that's yeah, awesome yeah. that's awesome um, okay, well, look, you, you know, as I said at the very start, you've been in the industry a long time. What's um, some of the biggest changes you've seen over the course of your tenure, you know, uh, from a, an overall perspective? You know, obviously, we've had the introduction of online coaching and technology and um, the way personal trainers have evolved over the years. What, what, what sort of um, things have you seen that you can sort of elaborate on? I think um, what I've really noticed lately is our members and our clients are starting to be really clued on a lot more as to what they personally want and what they what they need. Yeah, okay. Um, which is giving them more power to um, to choose the right person to help them achieve their goals. Yep. And that's it's been sort of because um, there's so much information at our fingertips you know they can just research and look up instagram um facebook if they you know if they're following someone like you said online trainers they can look at testimonials and um, results that the trainers or the coaches have done yep um and i really like that because you know there's there was a time in our in in the fitness industry where all of a sudden everyone was a personal trainer <laughs> you know every every person you talk to at a, at a, at a barbecue or something yeah, like yeah, was a yeah. pt and um, and there was a lot of people that sort of was were, were given, unfortunately, not the best, um, you know, advice on, on the way that they should do their exercise regimes or nutrition or yep. anything like that. So yep. I really like now that our members and our clients are a lot more empowered to make the right decisions with, with what they choose. Um, but this online training has been has been a bit of a game changer especially yeah. of late you know so yeah. um being able to um pivot and do a mixture of the two i think is a is a great position to be in because people still want that one-on-one face-to-face yep but i think as a trainer you've got more longevity within your business if you have an element of online um capacity that you can you can do so yeah i think that's going to be um a continued space that's going to grow and develop over the next especially over the next little while that's yeah sure. absolutely yeah. no i agree with that mm-hmm. um so obviously you've you've been as i keep going back to the fact you've been in the industry a long time because i don't know many other trainers or or that they have that had the longevity you've had so um talk about you know, you touched on it before about the mental health aspect of things, but just the importance of health and fitness for the, for those that might be listening that really haven't started their journey yet. You know, the, the the importance and the benefits of good training, good nutrition, obviously, you know, accountability, the mental health space. You know, you, you've you've seen it all. So, what's your take on the importance of it? Yeah. So, that holistic approach to training is is such a a massive component of, of the thought process that we need to take. You yep. know, it's um, it's being able to figure out exactly what your why is first and figuring out why is it important that you want to 
you know, start training. Yep. And for me, I'm, I'm a big note taker. So I'm, I'm big on getting my clients and, and any of our members to actually write down, physically write down what their, what their goals are and, okay. and what their why is. Because if you just write down what your goals are and you're saying, you know, I plan to do this and I plan to do that, there's going to be one day where it's like you got to get up five o'clock in the morning. It's raining outside. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to get out of bed. Yep. But if you remember why you're doing it straight away, that is going to give you that emotional pull as to, um, as to get yourself out of bed and, and give you that bit more of a motivation to, to get to the gym or to, to start that training and, yep. and go from there. So, you know, that, that why, that question why is a great starting point. Mm-hmm. Then you compare that with, with your goals. And then, you know, I think touching on what I was saying before is finding someone that can help you keep accountable to your goals yep. is so crucial because, you know, you can get um, so much information off the internet these days. And, you know, there's some good info on there, yep. but there's also some stuff that's just going to waste your time. And, you know, it might be the latest um, diet that's going around at the moment or, you know, um, something that's happening in Hollywood with the, <laughs> the, the newest supplementation or yeah. something like that. But I think if you can support your your goals with um, someone that's going to help you keep your accountable yep. um, during that time, I think it's the best investment of money and investment in time because, you know, you might, if you do it by yourself, it might take you 12 months to you know, start to see great results. Mm. But if you do it with a coach that can actually understand where you are at now and where you're heading, you might be able to do it in a faster time frame, but also safer, Yes, which is a lot more um, uh, important, you know. But in the mental health space, that's something that's so passionate to me because, so passionate for me because, you know, in the industry, we see it time and time again, especially these days, like um, we're organizing a, um, an open week in the gym um, coming up in October because it's Mental Health Week in Queensland. Okay. And for us, it's it's about giving people not only uh, um, giving them the awareness of where mental health is right now, but also giving them tools to to take that next step. Yep. You know, I know we've got some um, great coaches in our immediate area here yeah. who are just so passionate about that and really being an industry leader in that in the fitness industry. Yep. And I think I'd love just to be able to use Impact as a platform to be able to give um, uh, our members more education and, and, and more steps to be able to take if they're struggling in that area. Absolutely. But, you know, like we were saying before, exercise is such a key value to that. It's, yeah. um, it's really needs to be at the forefront of what people do. Um and part of exercise right now in Queensland, obviously with the gym still open, which is fantastic, is is being part of a community, mm. you know, whether it's a, a physical community in the gym or an online community that can give you that support. Yep. It's um it all comes in to play together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's it's funny you say that because I know when everyone was shut down, one of the big pushes that you saw a lot on social media was to get the gyms back open again mm. because of that that issue, like mm. you know, Lifeline and. And all these other um, support networks were getting run off the hook with people who were obviously struggling with the fact that yeah. they had to stay in their homes and weren't allowed to exercise or socialize or see family and all that sort of stuff. So um, it's good to know that, you know, it's, as hard as it was, people have taken the lesson from the lockdown period in particular of how valuable health and fitness is yeah. to them individually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as I said to you, when I walked back into Impact after um, that period, um, I was run off my feet because people have realized 
just the value of it, you mm. know, and, and how great it not only makes them feel phys- physically, but uh, mentally as well, as yeah. you just touched on. Yeah. So, yeah, big, big benefit. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge, man. It's, and the more people talk about it too, I think the better. You know, yeah. The, you know, I think we're sometimes blinded by what the media is saying, and, you know, you, you know, I stopped watching news a long time ago, <laughs> but, um, but, you know, they talk about all this sort of stuff that they want to talk about around COVID and the mm. effects COVID's having and, you know, what the death rate is and you don't hear anything about mental health. No, you don't. Or you don't hear about the current suicide rates in Australia. Mm. Um, you know, it's just, you just have to do a quick search on statistics at the moment of, of what where that's at and yep. it's, it makes COVID look like a little nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think the more people, the more we talk about this and give people the, um, the tools like we're talking about to actually take the, the, the right steps, yep. I think the better. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, that's a part of, you know, we can all work together and, 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 you know, at least take a big step to be able to beat, beat it, you know? Oh, it's hundred percent. I think, I think it's, it even goes back, like, you know, it falls on our shoulders as trainers to sort of obviously provide that support. Um, and that they should really, uh, this is only my opinion, should really introduce some aspect of that in the initial qualification as well. Yeah. Because, you know, a person outside looking in on a personal trainer thinks, okay, they just train people and that's it. But there's so much more to it in regards to the mindset. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and you could attest to this, you, know, you get people that come in and, and they break down or they've, yeah. they're having relationship issues or financial issues or something. You've got to try and manage that. So yeah. I think, I think there's a lot of work that could possibly be done in the education at the start as mm, well. Massively. Yeah. And even at the start of my career, like that happened very early on and, you know, not being able to take that home with me and, and carry that. Yeah. Know, it's I hard. Think, yeah. As a trainer, you need to be able to, um, you know, deal with that in in that exact time and be able to okay, that's um, that's that. Let's put that there for a second and move on to your next client. Or, Absolutely. You know, when you get home, you're not taking it home with you. Yeah. You know, it's um, even even that part of being a, a trainer or a coach is 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 a difficult time because every day you come in, that someone's got something else that they're dealing with. You that's know? exactly right. Mm. It can be very challenging. Yeah. Mm. Um. Okay. So. I want to uh, I want to pick your brain, and we touched on it about new clients and new members, and the and the the apprehension or the intimidation of a gym walking in for the first time. As you said, you know, mm-hmm. people have sat in their car, and, and I've seen that as well. Mm-hmm. What's your advice to someone who wants to take that step, wants to get fitter, healthier, and it could be weight loss, just feel better, get stronger, you know, all all the benefits we know. What's what's your advice to someone that just isn't brave enough at the moment to Step foot in the gym and talk to someone, but wants to. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Well, I know for 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 a fact that most of those people who are in that situation, they will have a friend or family member that are currently in a gym or in that situation. Yeah. So I would walk into the gym with them, yep. hard right up against the side, <laughs> um, and and use them as your as your shield. You know? Yeah, yeah. I say that in inverted commas. Um, so you use use that as as the as the shield to be able to give them the confidence to walk into the gym. Yep. Um, and you know, it's only going to take one or two sessions for them to feel like they belong somewhere. Yep. And, and I think that's the key. If you can walk into a gym and, and you get that feeling that yeah. 
you know, it's just not a, another room with equipment in it. Yes. You know, there, there's people there that can support you with what you're doing. Um, and if you do walk into a gym that feels cold and feels like that, yeah. be confident to go, you know, there's another gym around the corner. We can Absolutely. just go around to that one. You yeah. Know? So, um, you know, there's, like we were talking about before, there's so many gyms around mm. that you, I would just, the advice I'd have is, Find a friend or family member that's already in there, yeah. and um, link arms with them as you walk through the door. And uh, and sometimes it takes that little bit of bravery, yes. step out of your comfort zone, um, to to achieve your goals. Because to take that first step is hard, but also the journey that you need to take to achieve your goals mm. is it's not easy. Either. No, it's not. No. And um, you know. The, the good thing that we want is is we've got to fight for. Yep. And, and that's, um you know, if you want to lose five kilos, if you want to lose 10 kilos, if you want to put on lean muscle, mm. you got to fight for it. And, yeah. And it's worth fighting for, you know. The, Absolutely. The benefits of what you get, the way that you feel. Um, I was talking to a guy in the gym this morning and, you know, he just, all we talked about was, you know, changing his nutrition a little bit, cutting cutting out all these, um, the preservatives that he's drinking, his yep. breads, his soft drinks. Yep. He just made those few little changes and the amount of weight that he's lost already is just like phenomenal. How good is that? Um, so it's, you know, those little changes that you can make in your in your lifestyle is, is can be that first step to achieving some outstanding results. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's a good point, actually, mm-hmm. the, 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 the simple changes you can make. But yeah, I like the one about latching on to someone that's already going. You're right, a lot of the time they're, they're inspired by a family member or a friend or someone who is making some progress and they see that but they're just they're just intimidated i remember um uh, when i was at easy fit um i had that same scenario because we used to do a lot of free consults so i was doing a free consult with someone and i was walking them through the gym and they were really intimidated by the the actual gym equipment the weightlifting space mm. um and I, I made a point and i still tell this story today to a lot of new clients is that they're they're fearful of being judged of, you know, if, whether it be lack of confidence and not knowing or, or just feeling like they were not doing the right thing if they were to enter that space. And I said to her, watch this. And I, I walked into the middle of the gym and I yelled at the top of my voice and no one turned around. And I said, look, no one's no one's here looking at other people. They're actually here doing their job in terms of their goals. You know, they've got the headphones on, they're in the zone. Yeah. No one turned around and looked at me and yeah. I was making a goose of myself. So yeah. I kind of provided that example. Um, and I think people, like you said, have to, you have to take that step out of your comfort zone and, and realize that it's not as scary a place as it seems. That's right. Yeah. You just got to learn the ropes, and, and that's where a personal trainer obviously yeah. comes in yeah. to, to advise you accordingly. Yeah, so that's awesome, man. That's yeah. cool. It's so true. We see that every day that people are just so clued onto their own goals, and yeah. you know, um, even at Impact, where it's got a such supportive space. You know, I can have a. A uh, 65 year old lady doing, you know, a, a, a resistance exercise next to a 25 year old guy. Yeah. They're both working hard. Yeah. Obviously lifting different weights. Yeah. But they're in the same space working together. And that's, Absolutely. That's what it's all about. That's you know? cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's as we wrap up. Um. If you're sort of willing to um, discuss, what's the vision for Impact moving forward? Because I know you sent out a newsletter about maybe taking over the the space next door to you so expansion in 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 your existing gym yeah um are are we talking like five years down the track are you going to open another one or is there a franchise opportunity or you know what's your vision if you're willing to sort of share yeah absolutely yeah we did a survey just recently with all of our members to see 
what they would like to see if we were to expand next door. Yeah, cool. Um, we've got an opportunity to expand. Obviously, in this environment right now, it is a bit, little bit nervous. No, I'm a bit nervous about it. Of course. But, um, you know, I'm always keen to see what we can do and we can push the envelope. And we've got a great little model right now where our gym's um, just on 700 square meters. Okay. Um, it's a great little facility. I'm really happy with it. Yep. But the, the space next door allows us to add a, a creche or a child mining facility in, um, increase our area for training for our classes, yep. um, and you know potentially put a, a fun little cafe next door that's going to serve like healthy foods and really good coffee and smoothies yeah, wow. and juices and stuff like that. Unreal. So it's a it's going to be this the space is is you know I've designed it and um, with the help of my business partners and. You know, it's going to be an added value to our members, yep. which is huge. Um, and the the cafe obviously is a different is a different element, is a different thing that we're we're keen to be able to pursue. Yeah, cool. But you know, for me, business um, is is about being patient. You yep. know, you want to be able to um, constantly work on those one percenters within your business, mm-hmm. and over a period of years, then you'll continue to to grow and develop. You know, um, get really good habits and 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 link all those good habits together and, you know, five, six, ten years down the track, hopefully you've created something that's special. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, so um, I know that once we've got that model for next door, um, then the potential of taking that model and putting it into another space is is there. Yeah, well. Um, I know how much work has been put into impact already. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm not really thinking about that too much. Okay. But um, my first goal is to is to look at, what it would look like if we expanded next door. Yep. Um, our landlords are keen. Um, we're, we're, we're pushing hard. Yep. But we're just taking our time with it. Yeah, fair enough. Too. Yeah. yeah, I can understand that. That's yeah. cool. That's exciting. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Unreal. All right, well, we might start to, to wind it up, mate. Um, I, I asked one last question to all my guests, and, and you can um, answer it any way you see fit, and that's who you'd invite to dinner. So it's more of a personal thing, but it could be... Male, female, live or dead, anyone that inspires you, motivates you internationally, someone that just would pique your interest to sit down, have a meal and have a good chat to. Who, who do you think that might be? Yeah, I'm going to go two different answers with this one. I okay. Um, obviously, with what's going on in the world, I think I'd love to sit down with just my family that have spread all the way around Australia, like New South Wales, just get them all together. Yeah, cool. You know, that's obviously hasn't happened for a long time. But, sure. Um. I think one of the if I was going to go fame someone famous, I think Will Smith. Yeah, cool. Will Smith. Good I answer. Is um, you know, he's a smart dude. Yeah, he's a big thinker, right? Yeah, yeah. He's a smart dude. I think sitting down with him, you'd have a bit of a laugh. You might even have a bit of a cry, but you'll yeah. get something out of it at the end of the day. As That's well. unreal. So Will Smith would be one of my famous dudes that I'd like to sit down with. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. I like that. Um, okay, so how how do, like if someone's interested in um, looking up Impact um, or following them or even coming in, um, talk about uh, it's, how they find you on social media, website, any um, specials you run at the moment, deals, free consults, anything like that. Give us a, a quick rundown on those things. Yeah, so our website is is fantastic way to get hold of us, um, impactstrengthfitness.com.au. Yep. Our Facebook and Instagram is um, is very lively and got some great content on there which is cool yep um, we're always always keen to to get people into the gym of course and help them achieve their goals and give them the best experience ever so definitely 
um, Facebook, Instagram, or website. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Good facility. Very cool facility. Um, all right, thanks, mate. Thanks very much for giving up your time this morning. I know how busy you are, as you've already elaborated on today. So I uh, really appreciate you chatting and opening up and, and talking about all things health and fitness. Um, if you wanted to, obviously, um, go and uh, check out Impact. They're on the Nicklin Way. It's a great facility. I train there all the time, so definitely have a look and check it out. Um, if you've enjoyed this podcast, then... Uh, Please screenshot it and uh, tag us on your story. So tag myself, tag Impact, tag Kobe as well. Mm. And, uh, yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks for your time. Awesome. And as I say to uh, every client every single day, have a great day.